All Adds Up, the podcast that saves you all the money on all the things. Okay, welcome to the 10th episode of It All Adds Up. I'm Lizzie, and today I'm joined by my brother, John. Made it to double digits. And we broke $1,000 on annual savings last week with our episode on washing machines. And as a recap, over the last nine weeks, we figured out how to save the average U.S. household up to $1,067 per year on energy and water bills. So last week, we determined that 80% of U.S. households have a washing machine, with the average annual cost of $192 to wash their clothes. And almost all of these homes have a clothes dryer as well, which costs an average of $85 per year to operate. So the total cost of doing laundry would be $277 per year. And this is based on the average household doing about five or six loads of laundry per week. But similar to water heaters, the annual cost of using a clothes dryer depends on which type of fuel is used to power it. Of the households that have dryers, about 80% own electric dryers and almost all the rest own natural gas dryers. Right. And the average annual cost of an electric dryer is $98 per year, while the average annual cost of a natural gas dryer is $30 per year. But this actually doesn't necessarily mean you should upgrade to a natural gas dryer. Many homes don't have natural gas connections, and some states, like California, are actually preventing natural gas appliances from being installed in new buildings. And it's also worth noting that natural gas dryers usually have a higher capital cost than electric dryers. But no matter which type you have, there are a lot of simple strategies to reduce the amount of money you pay to dry your clothes. Exactly. So the average U.S. household with a dryer spends $85 per year to dry their clothes, which is almost 5% of total energy bills. That's higher than I expected, especially when you consider how many other things in the house that we use energy for. Yeah, and it also seems like quite a bit of money to spend when you could be air drying your clothes for free. Yeah, drying lines and racks are super cheap. And air drying is much easier on clothes than machine drying them. Oh, for sure. All the lint that builds up in the dryer is basically just your clothes decomposing as you cook them. So air drying clothes is definitely the way to go, which would save the average household $85 per year. But if you do decide to use a dryer, there are several ways to reduce the expense of machine drying clothes. And we've separated these strategies into a few different categories. The first category covers logistical strategies. So for example, if you have multiple loads of laundry to do, make sure to switch clothes in and out of the dryer while the dryer is still warm. The remaining heat from the previous load will immediately start to dry the new load. And another good trick with multiple loads is to dry heavier types of cotton together. So you can dry things like towels and sweatpants together, but then you'd probably want to dry lighter cottons like t-shirts and shorts together in a separate load. And if you plan on ironing clothes after you dry them, you can actually remove the clothes from the dryer when they're still a bit damp. This will save money by shortening the machine drying cycle. You can also use a wool or rubber dryer ball instead of dryer sheets. The dryer balls separate your clothes, which allows more airflow and reduces the drying time. And another great benefit of using dryer balls instead of dryer sheets is that the material from dryer sheets can clog the dryer and reduce airflow, and this makes the dryer less efficient. But even if you don't use dryer sheets, it's super important to keep your filters clean to maintain the dryer's efficiency. And the last logistical tip is to run your dryer in what is referred to as non-peak hours. This is usually late at night. 
We'll discuss this further in our future episode about utility bills, but in general, it's better to operate non-time-sensitive appliances like washing machines, dryers, and dishwashers at night. And many new dryers have the option to schedule the start time of the drying cycle, so you can simply program the dryer to run late at night, even if you're already asleep. Which brings us to our next savings category, controls. Besides having the ability to schedule dryer runtime, dryers have sensors that measure the moisture level of your clothes. You can minimize your clothes drying time if you choose the sensor dry setting instead of the timed dry setting. Exactly, and this makes sure that the dryer stops running as soon as it senses that the clothes are dry. And you can also select the low heat setting. And even though low heat settings usually take a bit more time for the clothes to dry, they can ultimately use less energy because they don't have to work so hard to get the air to super high temperatures. And like we mentioned before, cooler drying temperatures can be much easier on your clothes. So finally, the last savings category we have is all about upgrades. So if you upgrade to a standard Energy Star dryer, you can save about 20% on your dryer costs. So that brings down the average household's annual dryer cost from $85 to just $68. If you upgrade to an Energy Star heat pump dryer, you can save between 20% and 60% of your annual savings. The reason for the range is that heat pumps perform differently depending on the climate. But if we assume 40% savings, that reduces the national average from $85 to just $51. And heat pump dryers provide even further savings because the technology doesn't require a dryer vent. So that means the dryer can be installed anywhere in your house and you don't have to pay to construct a vent if you don't already have one. But be sure to seal an existing dryer vent if you switch to a heat pump dryer so you're not letting outdoor air inside the house. But no matter what type of new dryer you purchase, be sure that it's the correct size for your needs. The sizes of dryers and washers are usually measured in cubic feet, and washers and dryers are usually designed in pairs, although you aren't required to purchase both at the same time. Right. But within the washer-dryer pairs, the washer is usually half as many cubic feet as the dryer. This is so the clothes in the dryer have room to air out so the dryer can operate efficiently. Exactly. So a common sizing of a washer-dryer pair would be a 3.5 cubic foot washer and a 7 cubic foot dryer. For reference, this pair would be big enough to effectively wash and dry a queen-size comforter. Okay, quick recap. All right, so the average U.S. household with a dryer spends about $85 per year to dry their clothes, bringing the total costs of washing and drying clothes up to $277 per year. Damn. By upgrading to an Energy Star dryer, the average household can save $17 per year. Hell yeah. By upgrading to an Energy Star heat pump dryer, the average household can save between $17 and $51 per year. Hell yeah. And you can achieve even further savings by air drying your clothes, regularly cleaning your filters, and using sensor dry and low heat modes. Hell yeah. So after just 10 episodes and adjusting for households that don't own a dryer, we're up to $1,095 in savings. And keep in mind that the savings from this episode depend on how often you dry your clothes, what type of dryer you currently have, what settings you have on your dryer, if your dryer is fueled by electricity or natural gas, and the price that your utility companies charge for energy. But even if these financial savings can seem small, just remember, it all adds up. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is It All Adds Up Podcast. Our website is It All Adds Up Podcast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at It All Adds Up The Podcast. 
and visit our website to read the article for this episode for more information about how to maximize your personal savings. And a huge shout out to John for handling all of the audio work for this podcast. Follow his bands by searching Stray Tuesday or Mother of Earl on Spotify and Apple Music. Your head is older than your feet. If you lived your life upside down, your feet would be older than your head. But because we live our lives right side up, your head is older than your feet. Over the course of like an 80 year life, it's like milliseconds, maybe nanoseconds. It's minuscule. Sweet. Okay, bye.